Chipotle and weight loss. Can they go together? Can you actually go there and expect to not only eat a healthy meal, but a meal that will enable you to lose weight? The answer to both questions is yes, and we're going to get into that right now on the Millennial Weight Loss Podcast. Hey guys, this is Pete Weintraub. I'm a permanent weight loss specialist. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Millennial Weight Loss Podcast. And this is for folks like yourself. We're millennials, but you want to improve your health and you want to get things under control. So if you're looking to lose 25 or more pounds and you're desperate to figure out how to do that, tune in to us. We're going to be coming at you three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday to start. And if we get enough of a following and if you're really enjoying it, we can obviously push that to five days a week. But three days a week for now. And today, we're going to go over a segment which I'm going to be doing a lot of. You know, we like fast, convenient, but healthy types of restaurants. And last week, we went over Five Guys Burgers and Fries, which is the preferred burger joint for most millennials in the United States. And now, this week, we're going to be covering Mexican food, obviously. And it was a toss-up between Chipotle and Moe's. Now, Moe's is technically more popular amongst our generation, but... I want to tackle Chipotle because, A, I'm more familiar with Chipotle. I, I eat there more often than I do at most. I actually believe they have better ingredients. And I, I would emphasize that if you're going to have Mexican food and you want to eat at a chain-like place, then Chipotle is definitely the way to go. So let's get started. What I'm going to do in a second, if you're watching this, is I'm going to show you a screenshot of why I like Chipotle. And the reason I like Chipotle is I use, like to use real whole ingredients. They don't have any of that processed shit. And for the most part, there's no genetic modification to any of the foods there. And there's obviously a big debate in the scientific community. I'm sure you've heard about it regarding GMOs. And I'm not a huge proponent of it. I do realize and understand that even for a lot of the vegetables that we eat today, and even a lot of the meat that we eat today in terms of how we've selectively bred and engineered the animals that we eat and the plants that we eat, their genetic composition has changed. And that's why things like gluten and wheat are so damaging to our health, so much more damaging to our health. Those gluten and wheat were never good to begin with, but they've certainly gotten worse in the last hundred years or so. And that's because we selectively engineered them. And then as science continued to advance, we genetically modified them. And that doesn't mean that genetic modification is bad for all foods. I don't think we know. I don't think there's been enough research and experimentation done to discern that. The problem is a lot of these types of foods are rushed out to market at grocery stores and in chain restaurants and things of that nature. And we're essentially the guinea pigs. And I don't think that's a very very, uh, moral way to go about things by the government, by the food industry. But like any industry, they're trying to make money. So let's get into right now the Chipotle menu and what you can expect. If you've ever really been a part of Chipotle, then you know that you walk in, walk up, order, the person takes your order, they maybe have two or three people on the line, one person handles the initial part of your meal, then they handle your, your meats, vegetables, that sort of thing, then the last person handles you know any other toppings like cheese, sour cream, queso now that Chipotle has it. Uh, lettuce, whatever. So we're going to walk on down the line here. So starting here, they're going to ask you, 
What do you want? And you see right here, you can get a burrito, you can get a bowl, you can get tacos, you can get a salad, you can also get quesadillas and things like that, as you can see over here. So I'm going to start off by telling you right now that I don't believe that you should get a burrito. I don't think that you should get tacos, and I do not believe that you should get a quesadilla. Here's why. So looking here on the website, so similar to Five Guys last week, this is the allergens area of the Chipotle website. And basically it breaks down just about every ingredient they have and everything they use. So you see here the soft flour tortilla for the burrito and the taco, it has wheat in it. That's not what we want. Wheat, gluten, it's inflammatory. So whether you have Crohn's or celiacs or you don't, everyone has sensitivity to it. It can cause a leaky gut. It's not something you want to do. Are the corn tortillas better? Yeah, they're better, but corn is very starchy. And we also don't digest it very well as humans. So it's not really something you want to ingest. If you're looking to lose weight and improve health, you need to reduce the refined carbohydrates in your diet. It's not possible to do that if you're eating something that's high in wheat and gluten. Also sulfites, so if you're asthmatic, sulfites tend to exacerbate your symptoms. So you don't want to stay away from stuff like that. All right. And then we go on down the line. The only other thing to watch out for is sofridus, which is the vegetarian meat or, you know, filling that they have, main filling that they have. I would stay away from it, not only because of the sulfites, but also because they have soybeans in it. Soy has been linked to cancer, especially in women, in terms of breast cancer. Men, I'd still stay away from it. If it can cause cancer in women, even if it's a kind of specific uh, cancer for them, I would try and stay away from it at all costs. And then, obviously, everything else, as you can see, you know, this is vegetarian, vegan, and most, just about everything is vegetarian. More than half is vegan. And outside of that, the only other things you need to watch out for, if you have a dairy allergy, obviously, stay away from the queso, the cheese, the sour cream. It's, it's a pretty healthy menu, like I said, in terms of not having any added shit in there. So you're going to say that you want either a bowl or a salad bowl, all right? So the salad is a salad bowl. So basically, they'll give you a bowl, looks kind of like this or that, and if it's the only difference is with a salad bowl, they're going to put lettuce in it right away. With a regular bowl, they're going to ask you rice and pinto beans, which is what comes up next. So with rice, you really want to try and stay in within the parameters of half a cup or less. Rice is a grain and it is starchy, so it's a refined carbohydrate, it's inflammatory, it's not something we really want to do, all right? So you want to stay away from rice. Now they're gonna ask you for beans. Now the good thing is whether it's black or pinto beans, these have a low glycemic load. That means that even though they are a little starchy in terms of their original composition and how your body's going to approach it, because it has a low glycemic load, not all that starch and excess carbohydrate hits your system right away. It's slowly digesting so that it really doesn't affect your blood sugar levels, which means you're not going to stimulate a process called the insulin resistance cycle. You're not going to store and keep on fat because you're eating the beans. So feel free to load up on the beans. And that's why with a lot of my clients, I recommend a salad bowl because at least with the salad bowl, you get the lettuce in there. It's kind of like the filler in place of the rice. Then you get beans in there, and then we move on to meat. Now with meat, you have a few different choices here. 
you've got steak, you've got carnitas, you've got chicken, you've got barbacoa and sofritas. So again, with the sofritas, you want to stay away from the sofritas because they have it has soy in it as well as sulfites. It's not something you want to be putting into your body. In terms of the rest of the meat, it's perfectly fine, whichever one suits your fancy. And often, especially again, if you're getting a salad bowl, I'd recommend if you can to double up on the meat because they tend to skimp on the meat. That's probably, I think it's because it's the most expensive product that they're serving to the general public. So usually ask for double meat and between that and the lettuce and the beans, that should be a pretty good binder for you, all right? So then after getting through there, and also one thing I want to point out too is they never ask you about it, but it's there. So you'll notice this, the fajita vegetables. The fajita vegetables, you know, it's basically like peppers and onions, and, and it's very good. And again, if you're not getting rice or you're getting only half a cup of rice, which is literally half a scoop of rice, one of those spoons is equivalent to one cup when it goes in there. So ask them for a half a spoonful of rice if you're getting it. But again, if you're looking to lose weight and if you're watching or listening to this, you probably are, you want to avoid the rice. So in place of that, the fajita vegetables, and again, another low glycemic, healthy vegetable or vegetable complement between the onions and the pepper, and it'll help fill you up. So that's what you want in place of the rice. And again, unlike the rice, it's not grain-based and will not stimulate the insulin resistance cycle. So it's very easily digested by the body and it's good for you, all right? So then moving on down the line, then you're going to get to the next person and they're going to ask you, do you want salsa, mild, medium, or hot? Now, regardless, it doesn't really matter which one you get. Now, they do have a roasted corn salsa. I would not recommend that one. That's one of the two mediums. Or really, there's a medium hot. Uh, the green chili salsa, the tomatillo, that is medium hot. The mild is fresh tomato salsa. Feel free to have as much of that as you want. Uh, the tomatillo, feel free to have that as well. It's a combination of you know, some herb spices and tomato. And then the tomatillo red chili, pretty much uh, a hot spice blend. Then they're going to ask you about, do you want sour cream cheese or queso? Queso is an added expense. And obviously, if you've eaten that at Chipotle before, if you're getting a bowl, it can fill up quick. If you're getting double meat and you're going to get queso, queso is an additional expense. So is guacamole, which we'll get to in a second. But if you don't have a dairy allergy, getting some sour cream and or some cheese is not a big deal. Now, if you're finding that your stomach's bothering you afterwards or you're really retaining water and you're bloating, then you might want to stay away from the sour cream or the cheese. And then they're going to ask you about guacamole, which is an extra charge. And if you want some more lettuce, feel free to do that. Now, one thing I'll recommend is if you do get uh, a, a riceless bowl and you are getting some sticky stuff on top, whether it's guacamole, sour cream, stuff like that, you might want to ask them to put some lettuce on top at the end before they close up the bowl and give it to you so that it doesn't stick to the top of the bowl, like the top that's covering it from being released to the public. But like I said, Chipotle is a pretty healthy place to eat. So guys, I hope you found this helpful. So do me a favor. If you like this video, if you like this podcast, please feel free to let me know by subscribing to the podcast, whether it's on Facebook, it's on YouTube, or it's on my audio outlets on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Also, leave a comment, leave a review. I'd love to hear from you and what your thoughts are on this. 
And next week, every Wednesday for the foreseeable future, it's going to be how to tackle a chain restaurant. So we did five guys last week. We did Chipotle today. Who knows what we're going to do next week? I got requests for Panera already, Chick-fil-A. Throw it in the comments below so I know what to do. And if you're in the Facebook group, which I do advise you to join, all you have to do, go on Facebook. Type in Millennial Weight Loss Podcast in the search bar and just ask to join the group. I'll let you in and just be engaged. And then one last thing, guys. Tomorrow, Thursday, May 24th, and every Thursday going forward, I have something called the mailbag. So we're going to go over our topic of the day, whatever that may be. But at the end, I'm going to answer your questions. So there's two ways that you can get involved. And I really suggest you get involved so that I can help personalize this to you as much as humanly possible. Number one, again, join the Facebook group. I'm going to be making a post tonight and early tomorrow about what you want me to cover in the mailbag. So all you have to do is leave a comment in that post, answering the post with your question, and I'll be sure to get to it at the end of tomorrow's show. Number two, if you're not a Facebook person and you don't want to leave a comment here, whether it's on YouTube or it's on one of my the podcast outlets and you know, with the audio, that's fine. Just email me. The way to reach me is really simple. It's Pete, my name, at weightlossbypete.com. Again, that's Pete at weightlossbypete.com. Just send me your question before about noon tomorrow, Thursday, May 24th, or noon any Thursday, and I'll be sure to get to it during the mailbag. So, guys, thanks so much for watching or listening. Again, this is Pete Weintraub. I'm a permanent weight loss specialist here to help you, millennials who want to lose 25 or more pounds, and you're ready to make a healthy, permanent change. All right, so take care. Have a great rest of the day, everyone, and I'll come at you tomorrow.